Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 178 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about two of the most polarizing figures in the NBA right now, Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Coming into this NBA season, a lot of people would say that the Nets and Sixers are two of the top three NBA teams in the Eastern Conference. Now both are being talked about because of their big conflict regarding their superstar players. First, with the Nets, they are dealing with Kyrie Irving being unvaccinated and unable to play home games until he is. And give credit to the Nets. They did the right thing by saying he can't be a part-time player. It's too big of a distraction. If Kyrie misses the full season, and I don't think he will, too much money is at stake. The question is, are the Nets still title contenders without him? They still have two former MVPs in Durant and Harden, and they have guys who used to be stars in Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, and they have one of the best three-point shooters in the league in Joe Harris. I personally don't think the Nets are deep enough to win an NBA championship right now without Kyrie, and I'm one of the biggest Kyrie fans as a basketball player. I think he's one of the best offensive guards, and one of the reasons I feel this way about the Nets is because if they're not going to have Kyrie, they're not going to be able to outscore people at will, and if they're not able to do that, they don't play enough defense. The whole big three of Durant, Irving, and Harden is that they are three of the best offensive players in basketball history, and now they are without one of those players, and they will not play enough elite defense. Yes, I think James Harden is going to absolutely ball for the Nets this year, and I do think they could make it to the conference finals without Kyrie Irving, but I do not think they can win a championship unless Kyrie comes back or they are able to trade him and get more pieces to come in. One of the things that kind of annoys me about how people talk about the Nets is they act like they have this unlimited window to win as many titles as possible. Kevin Durant is not getting any younger. James Harden is not getting any younger. These guys have played an enormous amount of minutes. They are not going to be able to compete for titles for the next five years. There is a window here. They need to win a championship in the next two or three years. They cannot take years off. This year matters for the Nets and their championship pedigree. They're also going to have so much money invested in these players. I mean, Durant is signing a max. James Harden is reportedly going to seek over $60 million to stay for the Nets. That's $60 million a year, people. They're going to have so much money invested in this team at some point, they are going to have to win a championship. And I think they are going to have to do that with Kyrie or they are going to have to trade Kyrie. They cannot stay status quo. Then you have the 76ers who are feuding with their disgruntled star, Ben Simmons, who has demanded a trade and was benched opening night for a lack of effort. I am somewhat siding with Simmons because I feel like Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid made Simmons the scapegoat for last season. I understand he's not acting like a professional, but neither are the Sixers. The minute Rivers questioned Simmons as a championship caliber player, he failed him as a coach. Rivers didn't get along with Paul George in LA. He bounced back. I think a pattern has emerged of him not getting along with modern star players. They chose Embiid over Simmons, and that's fair. They have the right to do that, but they don't have the right to keep him around and 
make him the scapegoat every time they lose in the postseason. That's not right for Simmons, and that's not right for the 76ers. And I also find it embarrassing the comments Daryl Morey said about this, that this could go on for four years. I get it. You don't want to give up Ben Simmons for just anything. But one of the things that I find the most maddening about this situation is the 76ers are saying negative thing after negative thing about Ben Simmons. They are actually hurting his value around the league and they expect to get something great back for him. It doesn't add up. Joel Embiid said we have to babysit this guy. Daryl Morey says this might last four years. Doc Rivers is saying he's not a championship caliber player. Then why are you thinking you're going to get something back? I think the Sixers know how valuable Ben Simmons actually is and they just want him to be the scapegoat every time they lose in the postseason. That's what last year was about. The Sixers failed as a team, but they want you to think that they only failed because of Ben Simmons. I think all the critique about his game is fair. He is a bad offensive player, especially during last postseason, but you do not look at that one moment in weakness and say that defines his career. He's been a really good offensive player at times in this league. He is one of the better passers in this league. One resolution that I think would work for both teams is they should consider trading Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving. The Nets with Durant, Harden, and Simmons is something I think would be decent. Irving would be able to play home games in Philadelphia and road games, even if unvaccinated. He's a big shot maker, and right now the Sixers are without that. A big three of Embiid, Irving, and Tobias Harris is capable of making the NBA Finals. A lot of people would say, well, why would you trade one headache for the other? And another, the biggest reason why this won't happen is because neither players want this to happen. I don't think Ben Simmons wants to play for the Nets, and I don't think Kyrie Irving wants to play for the 76ers. I think the team that Ben Simmons desperately wants to be a part of, and it's a match made in heaven, is the Los Angeles Lakers. Ben Simmons with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That is the future for Ben Simmons. I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. It makes too much sense. LeBron James is an aging player. Yes, he's one of the best players in the game still, but he is not getting any younger. He can mentor Ben Simmons for two to three years, get him to evolve his game. Then the Lakers have 25-year-old Ben Simmons with Anthony Davis, who's still in the prime of his career, and the Lakers can be successful post-LeBron James. And for Kyrie, I have no idea how this is going to play out. I just think he is a guy who right now wants to be the center of attention, and right now, that's what he is. In the old days, issues with star players would be resolved in the offseason. Remember when Kobe wanted to leave the Lakers for the Bulls? He ended up staying, and that was that. Now, these are starting to linger into the regular season. Last year with Harden and the Rockets, and now with Simmons and the Sixers, and Irving with the Nets. And what we are learning is the players have the power. Harden got what he wanted, and I suspect so will Ben Simmons. Kyrie is a loose cannon, so I have no idea how, again, that situation will resolve itself. Poor Steve Nash thought he'd have an easy job coaching the Nets. He thought he was going to coach the star-studded Brooklyn Nets and win championships. Now he's dealing with headache after headache because of Kyrie Irving. Nash is now having to deal with things that even great coaches don't have to deal with. Things outside of basketball. Both of these teams, the Nets and the Sixers, need to resolve these issues sooner rather than later because when we are talking about these two teams, the last thing we are talking about right now is their title chances. 
losses. And I think it's a distraction. I don't think the Sixers are going to get fair value for Simmons right now, but they need to make that move. I mean, it was announced today that he's leaving the team because he's not in a great mindset. I think he's not in a great mindset because he can't stand the people who are running this organization. Daryl Morey is talking bad about him. Joel Embiid is talking bad about him. Doc Rivers is talking bad about him. He needs a change of scenery. And I also don't think another team is going to give their star player away for Ben Simmons unless Ben Simmons wants to be with their team. Like why, let's say, why would the Timberwolves trade Carl Anthony Towns, who might be available, for Ben Simmons if Ben Simmons doesn't want to be a Timberwolf? Ben Simmons has all the power in this situation. Yeah, he might lose a lot of money, but he has a real say in where he's going to play basketball. It's the same with Kyrie Irving. I mean, listen, the Nets just can't ship Kyrie Irving wherever they want to. They can't send him to Orlando. He'll just say, I'm not playing for the Orlando Magic. These two have an immense amount of power. And it feels like the 76ers really don't realize that. They're not going to get value for Ben Simmons until they begin to value him again. And for the Nets, they seem to realize how much power Kyrie Irving has. Because at every moment where they could turn their back on him, they try to please him. They say nice things about him. Oh, when he's ready to come back, we'll be here for him, but we're going to try to win games without him. They are not mincing their words. They are being kind to Kyrie because they know Kyrie Irving is could be the savior for their season, and that's why I think the Nets are in a bad place right now because if your mindset is, oh, Kyrie Irving is going to come in and save the day, you might be left at the altar here. And a lot of the commentary has been about the Ben Simmons contract, the Kyrie Irving contract. How can it be that Ben Simmons wants out of this when he's in the first of a four-year deal or whatever? And I get that talk. In the old days, that makes sense. You were under contract, and even if you weren't getting along with the team, you still played basketball. Now times have changed. We have seen people get their ways when not being cooperative with the team. James Harden had no real power contract-wise to leave the Houston Rockets. He still had two years under his contract, but he said, hey, I'm one of the best players in this league, and I'm not going to be happy here unless you move me. I'm not staying. So the Houston Rockets had to give in to James Harden's will, and I think eventually so will the Sixers. They will have to give Ben Simmons what he wants. It doesn't matter if he has four years, five years, six years on his contract. If a player wants to leave, he now has the power to leave immediately, and that is a scary place for the NBA to be. But there is a small part of me that thinks it's really funny that these owners want the power to get rid of a player immediately, but they don't want the player to have the power to leave immediately. It's not fair. It's actually becoming more fair if you think about it. I mean, it was only a few short years ago where the Clippers gave Blake Griffin a max extension and called him Mr. Clipper. Oh, he's going to be a Clipper for life. And then that season, they gave him that contract. They traded him away to Detroit. Where was that loyalty? We don't talk about the Clippers and how they did Blake Griffin wrong, but now these players are doing the teams wrong and we're all up in arms. I think it's a bit hypocritical if you think about it from that perspective. And I get why fans don't like these type of stories. Oh, these guys have all the power. Oh, LeBron James gets to play with his friends. Oh, there's a big three somewhere else. Now, I get all that. I get it. But why should Ben Simmons want to play basketball in a place that doesn't want him? Yeah, they have that contract and they have four more years of him and Daryl Morey can say that number 
all he wants, but he doesn't respect Ben Simmons as a basketball player. He doesn't appreciate him as a basketball player. His own coach questioned him as a championship caliber basketball player. His all-star teammate doesn't like him. Why should Ben Simmons want to remain in Philadelphia? Nobody can seem to want to answer that question. He's supposed to be a professional. I get it. I love how we use that term professional. They are playing a sport. Yes, Ben Simmons is making millions upon millions of dollars to play the game of basketball, but he should also kind of want to be happy while doing it. That's the whole point of playing the sport. So yes, I am kind of wishing for Ben Simmons to be a happy individual while also playing basketball because I do appreciate him as a basketball player. I think he is one of the best defenders in all of basketball. People seem to forget that all of last year we were talking about him possibly winning defensive player of the year and that all went away with his playoff disaster. I understand it. And I think that's totally fine, but nobody is questioning the Sixers as to why why they gave Ben Simmons that max extension in the first place. Did you think he was a max level player and he hasn't played to that potential? Or are you just taking the public side and feuding with your superstar? I don't know how the Philadelphia 76ers actually feel about Ben Simmons. They gave him this max extension. He was never going to develop a jump shot overnight. I think it's fair to say that he's not the perfect fit for today's NBA. You have the Steph Curry's, you have these lethal free point shooting point guards and then you have Ben Simmons a guy who can't hit a 15 foot jump shot I understand all that he's not the perfect fit I still think there is a fit for him he needs to be in a place where he is appreciated and that's why I go back to the Lakers I think that is the ideal fit for Ben Simmons I feel way worse for the Nets than I do for the Sixers the Nets have done absolutely nothing wrong when it comes to Kyrie Irving they've given him everything he wants he's playing with his best friend They overpaid DeAndre Jordan. Now he's gone, but guess what? They did everything Kyrie Irving wanted them to do. Kyrie Irving was making a big deal about returning home and playing for the Brooklyn Nets, and now he's nowhere to be seen, and he's he's unvaccinated, and he can't play home games. And he's acting like he's on this personal quest that everyone cares about, and no one cares about it. We just want to see him play basketball. He is a really good basketball player. I liked him when he was with the Celtics. Yeah, I'm a Celtics fan and I still like Kyrie Irving's basketball game, but it's become more than just about the game with him and I find that kind of annoying. I'm not the kind of guy who likes to question whether or not someone loves the game of basketball, but right now I have serious doubts about Kyrie Irving's love of the game of basketball. I also just think Kyrie Irving doesn't know a basketball season without drama. When he was with the Cavaliers, there was drama. They would underplay teams that were bad teams and then they would beat the good teams. They were never the prohibitive favorites. Then with the Celtics, there was all that controversy about how he was like, oh, the regular season doesn't matter. When we get to the postseason, we're going to dominate. And then they didn't dominate. He is all about the drama. It is about him. And I think he loves it. I think he's eating it up. I do think there's a small part of him that wants to be the savior. Oh, the Nets are going to struggle without me. And then I'm going to return. Maybe I'll get vaccinated. I'm going to 
dominate. My sense of the situation is I think the Nets definitely want to move on from Kyrie Irving. I think I thought that the minute they brought in James Harden, they do not want Kyrie Irving to be a big factor in them winning a championship. That's why they brought in Harden. They were like, we want this guy to be the de facto number two guy. You can be the number three guy because we can no longer rely on you. I think the only reason he is still a member of the Brooklyn Nets is because of his friendship with Kevin Durant. And I don't think Kyrie Irving will ever admit that to himself. He still thinks he's one of the best players on the Brooklyn Nets. He is now the third best player on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, they need him, but if they trade him away and are able to get another star player or two, nobody's talking about this, but the Nets' decision to move on from Spencer Dinwiddie and let him go to the Wizards is looking worse and worse by the day. I mean, yeah, they brought in Patty Mills and he's an excellent scorer, but he's 33 years old. He won't be enough to fill the void left by Kyrie Irving at the point guard position. They also brought in Paul Millsap. Listen, they're a nice veteran team. I don't see the Brooklyn Nets winning a championship unless they A, bring back Kyrie Irving or they trade him away and get a nice piece or two back in the trade. But I think the teams that would want Kyrie Irving are not the title contending teams because they don't want to deal with the headaches of having to rely on Kyrie Irving. I think the teams that would want him are the teams that are bad because they need that star player to get people to go to the games. Both of these situations for Philadelphia and Brooklyn are in flux and they need to change drastically and they need to change soon. My final thoughts on the matter of this, no matter how you feel about both of these players at this moment, just remember that they are very good basketball players. We are talking about them because of non-basketball related things, but Kyrie Irving is one of the best offensive point guards I have ever seen. He can hit the free at an alarming rate. He's got one of the best handles in the history of basketball. When he plays the game of basketball, he is super elite at doing so. And Ben Simmons is one of the best passers in the league. Listen, maybe he's not suited to be a point guard. Maybe he should be a small forward. I also think he's one of the best defenders in the game of basketball. And I want to see these two play elite basketball again. I want it to be about the basketball. I want it to stop being about the talking because right now they are easy targets. It is so easy to make fun of Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, but it's kind of hard to remember how good at basketball they are. And I think as a fan of the NBA, I want to see them be elite at basketball. I want to see Kyrie Irving in the biggest games possible because I've seen him show up. That shot he hit over Steph Curry in the NBA Finals was clutch. Ben Simmons has had great moments in the NBA as well. Yes, it's easy to remember because he's having two of the worst moments in his career. Last year in the postseason and now at the start of this regular season, he has become a super distraction to the Sixers. It's not the best look, but I am rooting for him to recover from this. I'm rooting for Kyrie Irving to return, and you should as well because when these guys play, they are two of the top 25 players in all of basketball. No matter how the Nets feel about them, no matter how the Sixers feel about them, that is the reality for both of these players. They are elite. For Simmons, I hope he gets his wish and gets to play with LeBron and AD in the Lakers. And for Kyrie, I hope he gets his act together and plays for the Brooklyn Nets so they can be a true title contending team. It's weird to discuss these controversies at the start of the season. I mean, most of the time the NBA season starts and there's a lot of hope and then the drama 
drama starts in the middle of the year when people are unhappy. Well, we go right into the fire right at the beginning of the season and it's not a good look for the league and it's not a good look for these teams and it's not a good look for these two star players. I hope these matters get resolved immediately. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>